Jeez, you guys are going to die. This is the thing um, with D&D. You only have fights that are worthless wastes of time or party wipes. This is the only kind of fights that exist. Under the blazing sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Mansamalut. The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives. But when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of That Thieves Guild. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today, we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour, an actual play podcast about a band of thieves robbing fools. My name is Brayton, and I'll be your DM. And I'm Ed, and I'll be playing Drell Griefstroke, a human warlock with jet black hair, he wears black leather armor, and he wears a black cloak. His favorite color is... Actually, you know what? I'll leave some of the imagination up to the listener. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. He is a kobold. He's about three feet tall. He's got orange scales. His belly's like a yellow color. And he wears sunglasses, but they're like steampunky. And they don't actually fix the fact that he can't see very well in the daytime. He's pretty energetic and cute, even if Brayton doesn't think kobolds are cute. Hey y'all, this is Nora. I'm playing Hap Shepsim, a blonde, blue-eyed, charming fellow from far away. Hap's been part of the Thieves Guild for a while now and prefers any heist where he gets to shine in the leading role. He's a mark of finding human rogue and also a bit of a dick. He's not really nice to anyone unless he thinks he can get something out of it. Last time on Burglar Mystery Tour, the gang stumbled upon Harry Finn in the middle of some sort of dark ritual dedicated to the Lady of Silk. They defeated Harry, who turned out to be some sort of spider monster, and his minion. We joined them in the aftermath of that battle. This is Burglar Mystery Tour. Oh wait, guys, do you want me to cast Spare the Dying on him and we can take him back and torture him forever? No. I'm good. I cut open his belly with my tiny little sword and look for more gems. Yeah, get all the extra gems out. Oh, are you dissecting his body? Yeah, with my tiny, tiny dissecting knife that's a sword, because I'm little. You find all kinds of gross components in his body. It seems almost as if he's from another world, anatomically. Gross. But he has a second stomach. It has like stones that are halfway transformed into gemstones. Do you think he turns things into stones? Yeah, wait, should I spare the dying on this dude and we can uh, just make a gemstone factory out of him? Just, yeah, we'll put him into a cage and carry him around. It's a money maker. What do you think he eats? Maybe make a perception check before you make that decision. Okay. 14. 13. 21. All right, Drell and Jaxo think that might be an okay idea, 
But Hab says, anybody with any kind of knowledge of gemstones. Wait, I've got to do the right voice. Hey, y'all. Anybody with any kind of knowledge of gemstones knows these is faux. Even these ones? Yeah, they're all fakes. Won't get nothing for them on the black market. He ain't worth our time. This is bullshit. And I kick him down the well. <laughs> all right. His body flops down the infinite. No, I, mean, no, I kick the gemstones down the hill. Oh, all right. The gemstones fall, not glistening, down this infinite well of darkness. We listen. Do they ever sound like they hit water or anything else? No. How long do you listen? Ten years. Ten minutes. Oh. I listen for 30 seconds. Okay. So first, Hap tells that there's no water, and then Jaxo, and we'll come back to Drell, but nothing so far. I like to go look at the chest in the corner and check it for traps. Careful! Yeah, roll a perception check. Seven. Nah, there's no traps on this. All right, I'm gonna open it. I yell stop, because I'm afraid it's gonna eat you. Stop! And I want to look at it, too. I checked it for traps, Jack, so I don't see nothing. Are you sure? You go to open the chest, and poisonous gas starts leaking out all over you. Roll a constitution save. 18. All right, you just cough and cough, and then you feel fine. Okay. Do I find anything in the chest? You sure do. Inside the chest, you find three things. There is a ring that has a little emblem of a brain on it. Okay. There's an adamantine rod, and it's tipped with a glowing crystalline eye. And then there is a cloak. This cloak is dark green and has a lot of leaf patterns sewn into its stitching. How big is it? Seems medium-sized. I take all the stuff, and I put a candle in the chest, and then I close it. Okay. Did you light the candle? No, I just left it in there. All right. Um, Do you guys want to do anything else? I searched the rest of the room for any points of interest. That spool that I described earlier, you're surmising that it's some sort of altar. Oh, it's desecrated. Do you want to make a religion check? Yeah. Seven. Can I make one too? Sure. I got an eight. I got a 13. None of you know too much about this altar. You've never seen it before. It's totally new to you. But as you were searching its body, you also found that he had an, a small emblem pin, like an enamel pin. That had a rendition of what this altar looks like. It's a small spool with green emerald thread and a brass needle sticking out of the top. All right, well, I'm taking that pin and we're desecrating this altar. Can we unwind the thread from the edges or is it just like look good? There's something actually wound around it. You don't think that it has much value per se. It's just like fancy looking rope. You can pick at it and get it to come out, and it's just a single layer wrapped around. Yeah, I'm just going to slash it all up with my packed weapon. Yeah, and there's blood splattered all over it. Gross. All right, uh, you destroy this altar. It's right effed. And they take a whiz on it. It's looking especially desecrated. If it were my altar, I'd be pissed. Would it find a map? No. Shit. I look around the whole room for a map. You don't find a single map in this whole room. All right, do we have to go down that hole, guys? You mean the pit? Maybe we need to go back into that centralized room. We didn't check out any of those sites or the farm. Could be at one of those locations, you know? Yeah, you want to keep that shark fin as a souvenir? No. I'm all right. If you want it, my friend, it's all yours. Might be hard to carry around all day if we're going to go to that farm. Oh, sorry. The factory. Factory, yeah. We're at, we're at the farm. Yeah. Do we see anything that looks like a farm? No. All right. I vote we go back into the main room. 
Well, since we're not doing full subterfuge and we're like murdering people and stuff, you want to just steal a bunch of these documents just in case they're useful? That's what sounds awful heavy. What'd you find in that chest? Oh, I found a couple little things, a ring and a cloak and a rod of some kind. I figured we'd go get them identified back at the guild. Okay. I did a trade for them. Don't you worry. They're not stolen. Okay. Yeah. We can go back and look and see what's in the factory, maybe. What gives you the belief that I would care if they were stolen? I wasn't really concerned about you. You seem like you got the heart of darkness deep inside you. I was more concerned about this little guy over there. I'm a pirate, man. You can steal things. I don't care. Okay. All right. You're the only one here that doesn't like to steal. Do you want to go back and take the things you traded? I'm ready to go back to the factory. Let's do it. All right. So you guys head back without taking any rests? Oh, yeah. Let's take a little resto. Short rest? Yeah, just a little hour, baby. That means our spell is going to be gone, though. It doesn't seem really smart to take a long rest inside of a dungeon. No. I am going to, I'm going to get like, uh, I want some of this paperwork. I'm going to find the paperwork that I think looks the most valuable to the guild. Do you want to take a short rest in the office room with all the cubicles and search through paperwork while you're doing that? Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. You go back to the office room and you all hang around by that really cool fin plaque and you just all take a break and you rifle through papers. Everybody give me an investigation check. 13. 11. 13. All right. I don't remember what you guys rolled earlier, but as you're sticking around in this room for a while and taking it easy, Drell, you start messing around with that fin plaque because you were talking about it. And behind it, there's a safe on the wall. I ponder for a second whether I should just put this back so we don't have to deal with it. Then I decide that either way, it's not my problem, so I'm just going to tell them about it. I'm going to say, hey, Jaxo. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's like a safe. Don't you pick safes? Yeah. I mean, I could try. Or, uh, app, you got safeness. I can't say is that I've trained much with the safe products. I'm more of the, the looks, not so much the talent. So uh, I can whatever. give it a try if Jack, so it doesn't, it can't get it, you know? Well, what kind is it? Is it like a twisty, twisty or, or punch, punch buttons? I feel like I use the word safe, but I guess I mean like a lock box built into the wall. Oh, like if I hit it with my sword long enough, I'll get it open. Yeah. But there's also like a keyhole in it. Yeah. But I got two crowbars in my kit. So like. Me too. I got one. I got one. With four crowbars, we can take over the world, friends. All right, so you guys use your crowbars to pry this thing open? Yeah. Yep. All right, you spend some time, and you eventually you're able to wrench this thing open, and inside you find a piece of parchment rolled up, and you find a bag. It's like a cloth bag that is rust-colored. I look inside the bag. When you look inside the bag, there's a whole bunch of little fuzzy balls in it. Are they all the same color? No. You want to just throw them at each other? Eight different colors. Do I recognize what they are? Yeah, roll an arcana check. Eight. Ten. Twelve. Yeah, you're not sure what they are. They're like fuzzy, hairy balls. Open that. Open that. Roll. Unroll that thing. What is the little thing? All right, open the parchment. It's a map of the whole coastline of Lopidia, and there's a bunch of little X's along the mountain range. Maybe those are Lopidia seeds. Do they happen to have any Greek letters on them? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of Greek letters all over them. Do any of them look like they're close to Monzamalut or Dukesboro? Yeah, there's one that's like kind of close to Monzamalut, and there's one that's, uh, no, no, there's nothing near Dukesboro because these are all along the mountain. 
Oh, are there any by Stybar? Stybar's not really on the map because it's like beyond the scope of the map. Does the one that's close to Monzamalu look like we could fly in 10 minutes from there to Monzamalu? How fast are you flying? Like real fast? Uh, 60. Oh, eh, it might take more than 10 minutes. All right. Well, fly only lasts 10 minutes. All right, guys. Here's the thing. If we're afraid that the mansion has some fiasco waiting on the other side, we could go to this site and then, like, hoof it back to Monzamalu. I think that's a fine plan. It's not like we're in a hurry to get back. Also, um, I don't have a way to make us very quiet on our way back through the mansion, so it's probably best if we don't try to sneak back through, you know? Well, I got my spells back. I can cast silence, darkness. Although I realized I was going to say I can cast fly on all three of us. but So I used that rod to get one of my spells back, but then I took a short rest and I got both my spells back. So I don't have three spells, but I could have cast another spell and then took a short rest and cast two more spells. But that's not three flies. Wait a minute. What if I just, I'm so little, I just get inside of that plant? Oh, does, yeah. Is he still little? Yep. You're still little. Can I get back inside the plant and just sit inside the plant for a while and you just, that's only two? Or, or, uh, Hap and I can get inside the plant and you can just carry the plant and fly yourself. And Yeah, we only need one fly. It's a good call. All right. So all we got to do is I can cast fly myself. You could get in the plant. I could step on the magic circle and then just run straight for the balcony and just fly and like hope no one sees even if they see me, if I can just get it, you know what I mean? Take a good run, though. I don't know. It wasn't one of the points of this whole exercise that they didn't know that we stole the map or that we were in the house to begin with. Specifically us. Like, we don't want them to catch us. I think it's safer if we come out at an alternative location and then just... They know we were in there. We knocked the guards out. Like, they're dead Yeah, people. but they don't know it was us. They didn't see us. All the guards that we fought saw us. Only the archer saw us. Probably should have killed him. I'm going to leave a note at the uh, boss's desk that says, like, it's basically a confession note. And it says, I'm so sorry. I had to break into the safe because somebody bribed me, but I burned all the evidence. And then I hide it in the desk. What? Since we crowbarred the safe open. Uh, okay. What's his purpose? Who's this from, supposedly? Okay, so they come into work and the lockbox is crowbarred open. And they're like, oh my God, the map that we had of all of our field locations was there and it's gone. And then they find this note that's like, oh, I stole it, but because I got bribed to to steal it, but then I had a crisis of conscience and I burned it. And then they kill the boss and they don't come after us and they don't have to change the locations of the fields. One of the rules that they were allowed to know we stole it. I thought that they said that. Then we screwed this up real bad. I don't know what I said in this podcast because it's been so many hours, but you guys feel as though if you have the map, then he's not going to have the map and it's fine. Like that's within the realm of the heist. Okay. Well, you can cancel my note plan then. I just thought I was covering our back since we decided to crowbar the lockbox open. Okay. So I say... You can cast fly twice, right? So we both get in the plant. Hap and I get in the plant. You carry, you cast fly and fly from some place on the map close to home. And then you cast fly a second time and get us home. And then we're good, you know? Oh, yeah. Can 20 minutes of flying get us there? Oh, yeah. All right. So we'll pick the one that's close to home. If you look at the map, the one at site gamma is the closest. All right. So we go back through this dungeon, through the gamma door, and fly? 
Is that the plan? Yeah, yep. but we gotta see what's on the inside. What if it goes to a warehouse and we're stuck inside something? Okay, let's go look. All right. We're gonna go to the gamma door. What condition do you leave that secret door in? Yeah, so like the secret door's open, the vault door's open. If we don't go back through the house, the vault door's open. The guard's still tied up in the closet. Like, we're not gonna convince anyone there wasn't a robbery. So, should we go back to the house, knock everybody out again, and untie them and leave? <laughs> and just be like, they must have fallen asleep. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's too late. Yeah, like the, it just went loud, and that's fine. You gotta do what you gotta do. We do what we can do. This is what happens to me every time I play cyberpunk. I'm like, I'm going to sneak up and kill everybody and no one will know the wiser. And then one, one guy finds me and then I just have to murder everyone. Yep. Yeah, that's how it goes. And then it turns out it's okay because that's how that game works. Yeah. All right. So you. Uh, let me ask one. Before we pull this off, doesn't the plan have limited uses? No. Yeah. I don't think so. And we can carry Jaxo right now. And we can fly in 10 minutes far enough that they're not going to find us. Unless they're in like hot pursuit with a flying something. Then we can walk the rest of the way. And we can walk in 20 minutes while we can fly in 10 minutes. So like the plane it has five charges and you used it once. So it's four charges remaining. And you have to recharge it by paying a magician. Somebody has to cast Mordenkainen's Magnificent Mansion in, onto it to recharge it. Yeah, so let's not use that. Just before we go in the gamma circle, I'll cast fly on me and Hap, and I'll put Jaxo in my pocket. All right, if I feel the tingles like I'm going to get big, I'll start screaming and poking you. Yeah, and then we'll just go down real quick. You're a little guy anyway, so maybe he can just hold on to you anyway. You're smaller than a normal normal person, you know? I'm normal. Average person. Of all the gnomes and all the dwarves and all the kobolds and all the goblins and all the half orcs and all you know what I mean? Probably close to five. I and stopped a half listening. Feet. No, no, no. She only said half orcs, so I'm saying closer to like three and a half or four. See? Feet. You're not gonna include humans in that? She didn't say humans. And the humans and, and gnomes and everybody. Oh, and, and the everybody. <laughs> Oh, what? You gotta include everybody. Feet. Yeah, and the half giants and the tritons. If it's everybody, you're closer to six feet. Wow. Goliaths. Yeah, I did meet a nice fear bug one time. I don't think there are nice fear bugs. Hey there, burglar mystery tourers. Hope that April is not being too showery and that May flowers are soon to come. This is the last episode in the first arc of burglar mystery tour and the good news is we decided how many we're going to do it's going to be three full arcs um and this is probably going to be the longest one just because of how gameplay worked out additionally we've decided that for this set we'll only be doing one song per arc no spell songs or anything like that as you may have noticed through the episode and we're actually going to be doing cover songs it gives us a little bit of break from being too creative and and give us a chance to showcase some other artist work so this week we'll be performing critical hit by ghost mice so keep an ear out for those two other covers in the two other arcs and then we'll also be doing a bonus track as well thanks for listening uh please follow us on social media support us on patreon and Bandcamp, and we'll catch you next week all right what's going on here all right we're gonna go to the gamma door we're gonna open it it's locked, but the inside has like a deadbolt, like you can open it. All right, I open it. There's a teleportation circle inside a small room. 
I will cast fly on me and Hap. All right. I will put Jackson in my pocket. Excellent work. Hap and I hold hands. We count to three and we leap into the circle. I don't hold his hand, though. It's, you have to for the spell to work. I'll touch his elbow with my elbow if I have to. I hold on to the pocket with two hands. As you fade away from the summoning circle, you reappear at the other one with Hab Shepsum trying to wrestle his hand away from Drell Griefstroke's hand. You're in another small room with a single door. I hold my finger up to my lips. But this one is in like a stone hut, like uh, stacked up stones, like walls, like masonry. I listen to the door. Roll a perception check. Nine. Seventeen. Drell, you hear nothing, but Hap, you can hear that there's some people talking. A couple voices. I whisper and say, I hear a couple people outside. We should be right sneaky on our way out, or maybe we can exit the door and fly straight up. Yeah, do we just book it? All right. We don't fly like we're flying to Monsamalu, though. We head toward Dukesboro. Till we're just out of sight, we stay down near the tree line, then we cut and back. alter our course. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right, I'm fine with that plan. All right. Okay. This so I think locked. we should quietly open the door as quietly as we can and try to, like, be quiet. But then we're going to, like, as soon as we get outside the door, we're going to book it. Okay. Hey, guys. What if on the other side it's a room and you can't fly? Yeah, do we want to just go through the mansion? Plus, then we don't have to walk as far. But we're counting on those guards still being out. How long has it been, Brayton? You took an hour rest. It's been like an hour and 15 minutes or something. I think we're already here. So I think that we should just see what the situation is before we make any other decisions. So I'm going to try and quietly open this door. So the door's locked, is what I'm trying to tell you. It's the same as the other door. It has a jingly bell apparatus attached to it as well. All right. I disengage it. Okay, roll a thieves tool check. I thought you said we figured out how to do it. From the other side, it flips up. Seven. All right, you think you've disengaged it. I try to open the door quietly. It jingle jangles. Roll initiative. Fourteen. Thirteen. Twelve. All right, you open the door, and there are two human guards in there, and there's a dog. But this one's a little bit bigger than the last dog. And they are sitting at a table and they stand up and they say, hey, what are you doing here? Are we in a room? Oh, yeah. You're in another room. This is a whole stone building that has two rooms. So you're in like the inner room and there's this outer room. And there's a door and there are windows that you can see light coming in to this building. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Then the first guard stands up and he says, hey, who are you? And he grabs his spear. What are you doing here? We're not expecting a delivery. I will say, we're lost time travelers, and if you let us leave, we'll let you have your lives. And I'll roll an intimidation check. Yeah, roll an intimidation check. 14. What does he roll against that? Intuition. What's that called? Insight. All right, the first guy goes, holy shit, (laughs) these guys are from the future? And then he puts his spear down, and then his buddy... It says, no, they're not, idiot. They're just trying to steal some crap. I want to try and back up Drell and deceive them into really believing we are from the future by saying, y'all, look at these clothes we're wearing, and why would we be coming from the door? We're telling you we're from the future. 19. Deception. Yeah, and she has a future accent. It doesn't work. The first guard lunges at you with his spear. Goes for Hap Shepsum. 
And he says, no more lying from you types. Holy shit. Critical hit. Take nine damage. And he says, do you yield? (laughs) I say, y'all can fuck off. No. All right. Then the dog stands up because there's a lot of action going on. And the dog rushes over and attacks the same person that his master's attacking. He tries to bite you. I'm going to use my uncanny dodge. Smart. You're not going to believe this, but I rolled another natural 20. So, yeah. I'm what the Bizarro Breton over here playing the dungeon master? Yeah. I feel really out of place. Um, He does six damage before a reduction. So that's only three damage, right? Yep. All right. Hap Shepsum, it's your turn. I'm going to sneak attack the guard. I'm going to flank him. It's going to be hard to flank him. Aren't we three of us enemies? Yeah, but oh, I guess, yeah, I guess if you guys are standing like in a clump and he came up to one of you, then he's probably next to another one of you. You keep Jaxo in your pocket. There's always another enemy within five feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. I also thought that spears had reach, but they don't. I got a one. You got a one? What were you attacking with? Your sword? Yep. You drop that crap on the ground, and he says, I knew you'd yield. Can I run away? Sure. If you don't want your sword. I get another one. I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage, and then I'm going to run 30 feet away. What do you mean away? Back into the teleportation room or outside? Oh, I was going to run further outside. Sure. You run to that front door, and it's open, and you... Move through it. It's outside. It's very bright. Why is it so bright? No, it's not. Because it's nighttime. It's not bright at all. Remember earlier when I said there was daylight? That was a trick to test you guys. And there's no daylight at all. We all failed. You didn't say there was daylight. You said it was really bright. And I thought maybe there were like big uh, lights like in parking lots. It's exactly like that. You run out the door and there are two lampposts that have big braziers on the top of them burning brightly like a watchtower. Okay. Is there anybody else outside? Not that you see. I'm going to turn back towards the door and like stand at the ready just so I can like see anybody coming that way. But I'll stay there. All right. Jaxo Gix, it's your turn. I'm going to climb out of the pocket of Drell. How f- are they like five feet from me or like within stabbing range? Yeah, you can stab them straight up. All right. I'm going to run up and I'm going to give them, give one of them the stickity stab. Okay. This is the one that already tried to stab Hap. But first I'm going to do a bonus action and cast Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. What's that do? I choose a creature I can see within range and mystically mark it as my quarry. Until the spell ends, I deal an extra D6 damage to the target whenever I hit with a weapon attack. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action, and then I'm going to give him a stab with my short sword. 22 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Six damage for the first attack. Okay. He's unconscious. So then if he becomes unconscious, then I can transfer it to another person. Okay. 22 to hit the dog. All right, you get him. Nine damage. This poor dog, you you tiny terror. You just slash him right across his stupid dog jugular. And now he's a dead dog on the ground. And I say to the guy in the back in my tiny little voice, We're from the future. You can live or you can die. He looks shaken. Drell, it's your turn. All right. I cast Spare the Dying on the guard that's laying on the ground. 
And I say, remember not to mess up the timeline. I look at the other guard and I say, you have to convince him that this was a dream, that this didn't happen or else he won't have his children and they won't go on to save the, the future. All right. He, uh, he looks shaken and he says, okay, I just don't want to mess up the future. And he puts his spear down and he's like, what can I do to help? Act like you didn't see us ever. Like we were never here. He sits down back at the table and tries to look nonchalant. See the dog, man. And then I grab Jaxo, throw him in my pocket. Go get my sword. Oh, and I grab the sword. And then to add to the future thing, I just put my like clenched fists above my head and I like fly Superman style straight out the door. All right. That works perfectly. He tries not to look at you while you do it, but he clearly is looking at you. And then as I breach the door, I say, come, comrade, we must save the future. I follow him. You guys fly back to Manzamalut. And as you get closer, do you land or you just fly in the whole way? Uh, we can only we only fly like 10 minutes and then we have to walk the rest. All right. So you fly 10 minutes and then um, it's just a, it's basically an open desert out here. So there's not a path is the thing because it's a hidden space. Um, as you fly out, there's a waterfall near you in the mountainside and you just fly towards the city. Once you get closer to the city, there are some outlying villages and you can land in like the first one and then there will be paths back to the city like a road and you can just walk back without incident in the middle of the night oh yeah cool sick Partway back when you're getting just outside the city jaxo gix which is not a very long walk you maybe you flew for 10 minutes and then you are were walking for like 20 minutes but right outside the city jaxo gix returns to full size two foot 12 inches no i throw him on the ground real quick I do a somersault, right? Uh, sure. Roll an acrobatics check. Ooh, natural 20 plus 7. 27. Yeah, you do two somersaults. And I stand up and I put my arms out like I did. Like, uh, I'm one of those people that does acrobatic things on a mat. An acrobat? acrobat. And I look around like hoping someone's holding up like a 10 on a board somewhere. You don't see anybody. Dang. I quickly write 10 on a piece of paper and I hold it yes. up. Yes, yes. I bow. All right. You guys can get back into the city without incident unless you want to cause some other kind of problem. No. no. Bedtime. Okay. You go back and go to bed or do you want to go back and see your boy? We got to turn in our whatever, man. Yeah. We got to return the map and I want to find okay. out what these things are that I took from this yeah, chest. Yeah, those little balls. Yeah. All right. So you want to go see Griggs right away? Yeah. yeah. All right. You go and you go to Griggs's uh, whereabouts. So you go to like his office, but he has like a suite. It's like an office and a apartment attached and you knock on the door and he comes to the door and he is wearing his regular clothes because he likes to stay up at night because he's a night owl thief master isn't he a human no he's a tiefling well a tiefling isn't an owl brayton they're different hmm so he says oh hey guys how's your how the big how uh come on in come on in and he waves you into his office slash apartment well, Mr. Griggs, I have to say we were wildly successful. I'm so tough. We did, in fact, locate the map that you were looking for. We didn't leave much of a trail behind us, and we've also acquired a few other items we'd like your help identifying. 
This is what I'm talking about. I knew you guys would be the best team. That's why I put you together. The Guildmaster said he didn't think you'd be able to pull it off, but I gave you this little easy job to prove it, and you proved it in spades. You said no one even saw you get in and out? There's no evidence? Oh, no, absolutely not. Clean trail. Absolutely, we didn't say that. Oh. There's some dead bodies, but most of them are monsters, so it's fine. I mean, I think everything that we killed was a monster, not a person, so it's okay. There was a spider monster. There were, what? There was a monster? And then a tiny spider monster. There was quite a weird sacrifice ritual kind of thing happening with a needle and a thread. We got rid of it. Spider man. Yeah. The vault wasn't a vault. Um, hold on a second. And he start. He puts on a pot for coffee. He's like, "Why don't you tell me the whole story?" And then we'll we'll, we'll fast forward through the story. Oh, I was going to tell you a story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Give me the whole story. <laughs> All right. So I was just minding my own. And my good friend Griggs comes to me. He says, hey, I got a job. Oh, my God. All right. We'll fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Griggs tells you that he has no idea what that spool of thread thing was about. Nor has he ever heard of this spider person before. I think it was anti-thief propaganda. Was there anti-thief propaganda there? What about the Lady of the Silk? You ever heard of her? No. She's going to avenge that spider guy's deaths, apparently, but I don't know. But she really can't, because we desecrated can't. that altar. Yeah. Totally, totally desecrated. I whizzed on it. Also, that spider, if you feed it things, it, like, makes fake gems. Oh, we could have used that. They're fake. Rubes don't know. We can make good enough fake gems. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know anything, but I'm going to ask around a little bit about this Lady of Silk, see who we stepped in here, but sounds like you guys did a good job. Can I have that map, please? Yeah, what are these balls, too? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, but guild policy is as long as you get what I asked you for on the heist, you can keep whatever other riches you found. So, maybe they taste good. All right, all right, all right. Also, I convinced the guards that were being invaded from the future. Oh, the old future ploy. Yeah, right out of the handbook. That's a great, great thinking on your feet there, Drell. You know, I think that this calls for a good celebration. I told the guildmaster that you guys were going to do a good job. You did a good job making me look good, I think. So maybe we can put you on some more important missions next time. And uh, let's go get wild down at the gallows bucket. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, baby. Okay. All right, you guys go to the bar. There's a rock and roll band playing. You look at the marquee. What's it say is the name of the band. The name of the band is what's it say? I want to roll for it, for what it starts with. All right. Are you telling us to name it? We have to do your job for you. I want you guys to name it. Well, first, we have to know how many words are in a name. All right, I rolled a two, so I think there's two words. Are you okay with that? It's one syllable. Each or do you word. want it to start with a B? Punch kick. I like the idea that it's two words, but one syllable total. It's one word, but two syllables. That sounds complicated. Yeah, like can't. It's two words, and then should I roll a d20 again to figure out which letter it starts with? Why wouldn't you roll a d26? How do I do that? Just a, a, a 20, 20 and a 6? Six? Six. Minus one. No. What? Wait, hold on. That's not how numbers work. <laughs> I got a one and a four, so does that mean I rolled a five? That's a 41. Why don't you roll a d100? Divide it by four and pick a letter that you don't want to use, or just search on the internet for D26. 
Or random letter generator. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to roll a d26. I got a 14. N. It starts with an N. Nasher. Nebby Nosers. They both start with an N? No, no, just one of them. Do you want me to roll? Do you want me the to night roll for the other Nashers. letter? N-I-G-H-T-G-N-A-S-H-E-R-S. The Night Nashers. That's a pretty baller name. You say night with a K? Oh, N-I-G-H-D. It'd be funny if your name was Night Nashers and it was K-G, Night Nashers. I'm fine with that. Mnemonic Night Nashers. I love it. Whatever you guys decide, let me know. I've decided it's the Night What's Nashers. our second letter? I didn't roll it. All right, it's the Night Nashers. All right, the local band, the Night Nashers, are playing. And you guys listen to their music and you drink the night away. Yeah, buddy. Another heist well done. Thanks to the valiant efforts of Burglar Mystery Tour. It's the Bard Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Warn your sheriff cause we're kicking indoors. Once a week 
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. I need to find out what the four digit was from the from yesterday in the morning. The what? The four digit. What are you talking about? The four digit. The lottery. Oh. <laughs> All right, Drell, you walk into a local lottery shop. Okay. There's a guy behind the counter. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, what? what, what uh, yeah, what can I do for you? You got the four digit from yesterday? Oh, yeah, let me see here. And then he leans over to the side and he's rummaging through a paper. like It's like a calendar on the wall. And he says, yeah, it's uh, 8883. I go, damn. And I throw the paper in the garbage right there. He says, oh, well, better luck next time, man. What are you playing today? Um, sick and tired of always throwing my money in the garbage. Yeah, my dad always called it a stupid tax. I don't mean no offense. Nah, the government rigs it anyway. They pick the least played number every night. I'm sure of it. He looks around conspiratorially, and then he leans into you and he goes, between you and me, my cousin's old roommate's brother used to work for the government lottery rigging facility. And when he went to retire, they wiped his mind of all memory. I'm telling you, man, it's true. But don't talk about it. That's crazy. I knew a guy. It said that he was trying to find out about the lottery rigging, and these people came from the future, and they took all of his evidence, and they flew away. Man, I can't even, you don't even want to get me started down here. There's so many future people coming through this town recently. Right? Man, yeah. What's the future got with us? What's the problem? One of them took my cart, and they ran it off the road when I was drunk. That's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, man, you seem like an all right dude. Come yeah, all right. Anytime. Absolutely. Have a good one.